everyone and welcome back to the Life by Taylor podcast where we break down some of the best personal development and spirituality books so we can learn and grow together. It is not only a new week, it is also a new month. So normally I encourage you to set a goal for the week, but also take some time to set some goals for this month. I always like to use symbolic things like a new week or a new month to kind of kickstart that and help me refresh all of the energy and motivation to start to put effort towards whatever it is I'm trying to achieve. If you're listening to this and if you follow me, there is no way that you do not know how much I love and admire and respect Oprah. Today, I actually was going to read from a different book, but I just got her book, What I Know For Sure, in the mail, which I obviously already had a copy of, but I actually gifted it to a friend a while back and recently was like, I need to get a new copy of this so that I could read from it on the podcast because it really is one of my favorite go-to books when I just need that nice bite-sized Oprah wisdom to recharge me spiritually. Okay, so to give you a little bit of context about this book, I think it was an interview that Oprah was on where someone asked her, after all of the interviews and everything that you've done, what do you know for sure? And she reacted in a way where she didn't really know how to answer that question. And eventually she was inspired to turn that into the title of her monthly column in O Magazine. So she titled it, What I Know For Sure. For 14 years, she would give advice and write about whatever it is she knew for sure. Eventually, she decided to look back at all of these columns, so 14 years worth of these columns, and re-edit them and kind of and turn it into a book. And that is what I'm going to be reading from today. On today's episode, I will be reading from the chapter on possibility and how to realize your fullest potential. How can I realize my potential more fully? That's a question I still ask myself, especially when contemplating what's next in my life. In every job I've taken and every city in which I've lived, I have known that it's time to move on when I've grown as much as I can. Sometimes moving on terrified me, but always it taught me that the true meaning of courage is to be afraid and then with your knees knocking to step out anyway. Making a bold move is the only way to advance towards the grandest vision the universe has for you. If you allow it, fear will completely immobilize you. And once it has you in its grip, it will fight to keep you from ever becoming your best self. What I know for sure is this. Whatever you fear most has no power. It is your fear that has the power. The thing itself cannot touch you, but your fear can rob you of your life. Each time you give in to it, you lose strength while your fear gains it. That's why you must decide that no matter how difficult the path ahead seems, you will push past your anxiety and keep on stepping. A few years ago, I was writing this question in my journal every day. What am I afraid of? Over time, I realized that while I had often seemed brave on the outside, I had lived much of my inner life in bondage. I was afraid that others wouldn't like me. I was terrified that if I said no to people, they would reject me. Everything I did, thought, felt, said, or even ate was connected to the fear I carried around with me, and I allowed it to block me from ever knowing who I really was. Dr. Phil often says, you can't change what you don't acknowledge. Before I could challenge my fear and begin changing what I believed about myself, I had to admit that yes, I had always been afraid and that my fear was a form of slavery. Author Neil Donald Walsh says, so long as you're still worried about what others think of you, you are owned by them. Only when you require no approval from outside of yourself can you own yourself. It's true that when you summon the courage to cast a vote for yourself, when you dare to step out, speak up, change yourself, or even simply do something outside of what others call the norm, the results may not always be pleasant. You can expect obstacles. You will fall down. 
Others may call you nutty. At times, it may feel like the whole world is rising up to tell you who you cannot become and what you cannot do. It can upset people when you exceed the limited expectation they've always had for you. And in moments of weakness, your fear and self-doubt may cause you to falter. You may be so exhausted that you want to quit. But the alternatives are even worse. You might find yourself stuck in a miserable rut for years at a time. Or you could spend too many days languishing in regret, always wondering, what would my life have been like if I hadn't cared so much about what people thought? And what if you decided right now that you will stop letting fear block you? What if you learned to live with it? To ride its wave to heights you never knew were possible. You might discover the joy of tuning out what everybody wants for you and finally pay attention to what you need and learn that ultimately you have nothing to prove to anyone but yourself. That is what it truly means to live without fear and to keep reaching for your best life. The true measure of courage is not whether you reach your goal. It's whether you decide to get back on your feet no matter how many times you've failed. I know it's not easy, but I also know for sure that having the courage to stand up and pursue your wildest dreams will give you life's richest reward and life's greatest adventure. And what's really wild? Right now, no matter where you are, you are a single choice away from a new beginning. I remember when I started to make some pretty crazy life decisions, ending relationships that weren't aligned for me even though they seemed perfect, going after my dreams, just really following my intuition really naively, not even knowing how courageous it was. I had a really good guy friend who was a life coach at the time and he, I'll never forget this because it was like a reflection that I never saw of myself. He said to me, you're so brave. You have so much courage, Taylor. And I remember thinking, what? No, I'm not. I'm just doing what feels good to me. And as time went by and I grew up and I realized that it started to get a little harder for me to follow that voice, that intuition and make these changes and take these steps with courage, I always remembered what he said and realized, damn, I really was courageous. I just wasn't really aware of how much courage it required because I wasn't letting my fear get in the way as much. But today, you know, as time goes by and you've been hurt and you've gone through painful experiences, it's a little bit harder for me. And I have to admit that it really resonates with me that Oprah got to a point where she thought, you know, she has this very strong image of herself and also other people had of her but she started to realize how afraid she really was and I think that's where I am at currently where I'm starting to realize that I have a lot of unprocessed fear and a lot of fear that I'm not acknowledging and becoming aware of and I'm in the process of turning towards that fear and asking myself what is it that I'm genuinely afraid of and I think that's a good journaling prompt actually as I was reading it for you guys, I was like, I think I'm going to journal about this. What am I afraid of? Every day I'm going to start writing down what it is I'm afraid of because I think the main message of this episode is really to recognize what fears are getting in the way of you fulfilling your highest potential. For me, I know there are so many that I have to start becoming aware of because I see how subconsciously they prevent me from reaching those goals. As I start to get closer to them, I almost self-destruct. Every time I go to level up my business, I get the flu. It's insane. It's like my body is so resistant to it. It thinks it's protecting me from moving forward. It will literally paralyze me until, until I'm sick, until I'm in bed. And that's what she said. But only if I'm aware of the fact that it is fear that is stopping me, am I able to tread through the water regardless. And... 
I have to say, it is not easy. Like she said, it's really, really, really hard. And I'm going through that right now. I'm literally recording this podcast with a fever. And it's very obvious to me. This is like the fifth time I'm getting sick in the last seven months. I do believe in the mind-body connection. So although I'm a healthy person physically, I genuinely can tell you that every single time I was sick, it came at a time that I was very afraid of moving forward towards a goal. So it's not surprising to me at all. (laughs) But at the same time, it's so important to not let fear get the best of you. And even though it's going to fight you and it's going to do everything in its power to try to protect you from what it thinks is dangerous, you have to keep going. Reaching your fullest potential in life is available to you. And like she said, it's available to you in every decision that you make. And you can make one decision now that will change your life forever. But you need courage. You need courage, you need resilience, you need to recognize that your fears are going to do everything in their power to stop you. And the first step is to get clear on what these fears really are. Call them what they are. See them see them at face value. Understand how irrational they are. Because if not, it's just going to feel like there's weight being put on you. It's just going to feel like something is pushing back and you're not really sure what it is. And you might mistake that for, oh, this isn't for me and this isn't the right path for me. And maybe I should just settle, but it's not. It's really important that you get clear on what your fears are. So I don't know about you, but I'm definitely going to take that assignment and apply it to myself. It's something that I genuinely feel I need right now and something that I kind of thought of doing anyways, which is so crazy to me that I actually decided to read from that part of the book. And I recommend that you do the same. I'm going to leave you with that today. And if you enjoyed this episode or in general, you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a five-star rating or four or three, whatever feels true for you. But just please submit a rating because obviously that is helpful. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode in particular, please screenshot it, share it on your story, tag me, and I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks again.